it, right? So we, we go through these steps or stages where it's um, up for a bit and then down for a bit. And all along the way, it's more about just, I think, observing what's there, what's going on, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. strategizing what works for that time. But oh, not, yeah. but but if I if I think of it as me as an advanced practitioner, if I start putting that label on myself, it puts expectations on myself. And then I'm back in the, oh, I've got to get back to some earlier state. So I try not to conceptualize it in that way because I don't want to pull myself into that trap of, I've been doing this for 20 years. I've been doing this for 10 years because that, that's a, that's, um, that's unwholesome too. So you see where I'm going with that? So yeah, it's, it's not that it's a new experience. It's just, um, it's, it's all new and none of it's new. (laughs) Let's just say that (laughs) all of it's new because it's a fresh moment, but yeah, I've had the experience before, but Mm -hmm. I'm not Mm -hmm. trying to put myself back into any earlier state. I have to just accept what's happening in this moment. This was what was happening today. Maybe it will work tomorrow. Who knows? Maybe not, but I'm not going to attach to it too much. That's what I'm saying. So helpful. This practice today was great. That's what I can say. <laughs> and that's what's celebrating. Exactly. Yeah, where's my little guy? Where's Lulu? Woo! <laughs> hey Carl, are you uh are you are you here on audio or are you uh oh yeah, you're here on video too? Precisely. Hey brother. So. Welcome. Hey guys. How are you? I'm not doing okay. Yeah. Good. Is okay good enough? Uh, right now it is. Yeah. Great. Been doing much? No, no. Just chilling. Trying to chill. Well, trying. Trying. Not. Yeah. <laughs> trying to chill? Kinda, yeah. Okay. Successfully? Now getting there, yeah. Okay, okay. Sounds like there's been some interesting practice today. Yeah, precisely. Yeah. I've 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 been feeling a bit like I don't know I like I know that thoughts come in many different shapes and forms, but for me thoughts sometimes because they come in like physical sensations, and I associate physical sensation a thought instantly pops up, and it's it's quite quite difficult to like turn those into wholesome because it's not like I cannot say oh this doesn't hurt or this does not hurt like I'll have like tension in my jaw or like in my back or something and I cannot say oh this this is okay I can deal with this because at that moment that is like quite intense so I try to melt it down into like awareness I'll, I'll just like melt myself into all the different kind of surroundings but then essentially it pops back back up and then again I melt it back into the awareness it pops back up so what I realized is just the lack of concentration into the awareness to melting these kind of like physical sensations more but it, it, it kind of I allowed it to build up too much and, and drag me into a bit like anger towards myself as far as like I, I really cannot get this out right now it's like it's, it's painful and it's, 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 it's annoying and it's, it's just so frustrating but I just keep reminding myself okay it's okay 
It'll be okay. So, Just melt right. back into town wearing this. It's so sick. Yeah, and, and each of those moments is a victory, right? Yeah. So you might have some kind of hard mode sensations on a day like today, but if you can keep winning those little victories. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds great. I'm yeah, reminded of the, the I, I think this is in a suitor. Though I know that there are a number of these kind of uh, easy stories about the Buddha, shall we say, that are actually completely made up. Like uh, one of the famous ones that apparently is made up is the man who spit in Buddha's face. I don't know if either of you have come across that one. Okay. But the one that I'm thinking of is the, uh, the, the, the two arrows that strike when we experience pain, the pain of the physical sensation and then the pain of the dukkha. And yeah. how we don't have an option about the first one, but what you've been playing with today, Carl, is the, the optional second arrow. Sounds like you've been winning. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. One arrow at a time. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, and we really feel those arrows, don't we, when it seems so coarse. What's with the pain in the jaw? Is that a, a long-term thing? It's just, I feel like it's been a build-up of, like, practicing incorrectly, and it's just, like, I would say it's a, it's, it's definitely like tense of emotions and then those emotions overall turned into like health issues and they turned into like physical injuries and they like it all spirals down as we know if you don't release these emotions they they tend to like build up and build disease in the body etc like stress is mm -hmm. number one killer after all isn't it yeah yeah mm -hmm. so uh, it, it has to do a lot of like stress but i i i i've been seeing that i've been creating these stories about these pain like the pain for such a long time that it's 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 been kind of hard to let it go because it, it gives you that knowing of like your experience right now and instead of delving into like unknown okay i'm just gonna be aware and release this tension but this tension keeps coming back and back and back because you're you keep clinging to it you keep clinging to these like physical sensations too much even pain or, pleasure or whatever it is you cling 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 yeah, that sounds like a kind of feedback loop. Does that sound accurate? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I studied a discipline called Alexander Technique for a long time. Are you familiar with that stuff? Mm, is it like same as like similar to tapping? Is it is it like release? No. Um, it's more to do with the mental side of how movement is created. Mm -hmm. and how to stop creating movement, especially in the case that movement has become habitual. The Alexander Technique student would, would train, and there is a hands-on element in the lessons, but in the organization that I've trained with, the hands are used in such a way that the teacher is interacting with the student's thinking, as opposed to it being like a treatment. It's more like an interaction between the teacher and student regarding how the student is moving and uh, those kind of habitual tensions, uh, are the kinds of things that students would come into the work with. Although I can't say I've ever 
seen a, a student with tension in the jaw, actually, mm -hmm. which I think is known as bruxism. Is that correct? Yeah, like it, 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 it turns down into like grinding your jaw, etc. Et yeah. Like for me, it's very noticeable like here and I can tell it's like anger storing. It's like I'm storing anger because eventually mm. The more I notice these senses, then later on I release this anger. Like it, it just pops out. Like it, I have not, right. I ignored it the whole day and I allowed it to store in the jaw and then I release it and then the jaw kind of releases itself because you released it. Interesting. Cool that you can see such a, a clear relationship between the emotion and the, the physical manifestation. Mm -hmm. I, I, I would like, I think when. Uh, I listened to this one talk where Damarado said like disease and like suffering is the best teacher and that, that, that's that been my case. I really had to like get really, really sick and burnt out and stressed out and, and completely wipe myself out. And then you start to realize, oh, what am I doing to myself? It's like it's all just created by myself, for myself, like fashion clothing or something. Ha! <laughs> yeah, so... That's been a good practice, yeah, but... It, it sounds like a good practice. I wonder if you could play with, maybe you're playing with this already, allowing the anger to release more immediately. Although we might, we might find that that's kind of inconvenient. <laughs> Sometimes yeah, we're... Timing, in timing is everything. Timing right? is everything. <laughs> Look, buddy, it's you or my jaw, okay? You have a choice to make here. You know, for the longest time, I had like a release for anger because I've been I've been trained martial arts. I do Muay Thai, like Thai boxing. Right. So I've been doing that for the longest time, and I used to like exercise myself into like hell because I would get angry and I would go exercise, like skipping rope for an hour or like doing insane mm. shit, like completely mm. burning my hormones and burning myself out. But now that mm. I realize, oh wait, that was actually me being toxic and not dealing with an anger, just finding another like outlet to, I don't know, suppress or cling to. But now I don't, I, I, I stopped doing that. So now I'm, I'm like reducing my outlets for my emotions to hide. So I'm slowly, it feels like very slowly getting to understand and, 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 and see it more clearly if that makes sense. Totally. Yeah. And it's, yeah. as I'm seeing it more clearly, like I'm able to, I'm able to see it earlier in the day as, as, as it starts to build up. I think it's just like, I, do, I don't practice. I know, I know, I know, I know what to do. I know the steps. I know everything I need to do, but it's just, sometimes the thing gets the best of me, but sometimes I win. But yeah. Yeah, varying degrees of success and failure as we practice. I remember Damarato talking about those kind of setups as the, the, you'll close the gap the gap will get shorter and shorter between the creation of the anger and the noticing of the anger until once the gap is fully closed, it's rather like uh, he, he uses the analogy of the bouncer stood at the door of the nightclub. To begin with, the bouncer is having to go into the club to drag out the troublemakers. Mm. But then when the bouncer gets really good, he sees the troublemakers at the door, doesn't let them in. Well, that's yeah. what I was talking about, but not quite so abrupt. Mm -hmm. It's more like, oh, here comes a thought. Oh, I accept it. And back out it goes. <laughs> right. So it's right. not like a pushing back. It's more of a of a circular kind of motion to let them ride back out. Yeah. Rick's got the revolving door going. <laughs> exactly. 
The Ike door. It's the Ike door. Yeah. Hey, Rulaz. Hey, Rulaz. Well, I can see. Brother, sometimes I, I can. Tasty. I just wanted to say sometimes I can. Uh, what Rick mentioned. So I, I can see the thoughts, but with, like sensations is a bit different. Sometimes I, I will not see the sensation because I know sensation. Feeling a sensation is just another thought, but we'll ignore it sometimes. We'll be like, oh, it's a pain, and you'll be like, oh, just ignore it. But that might have been implanted by a thought previously, like the thought that triggered that sensation. So it feels like it's just a lack of concentration because with certain thoughts, like really fast, like I don't even let them in. I don't even let them fly. I don't even let them close to me. But particularly like uh, bodily sensation is it, it requires, I feel like even like higher reaction time, like you need to get more snappy with it. Could be, and and I think if it's something that's familiar as well, it sounds like this is definitely something at the habitual level, right? So yeah. it feels normal to us when it's at that level, and and those are real sneaky because it just feels like we're identified with it. It just feels like part of what it is to exist. Mm. For me, going into the Alexander technique work, it was tension in the upper back. And it was particularly bad when I was playing drums, but it was around pretty much all the time. Mm -hmm. I went to see a chiropractor. Have I told you guys this story before? No, I don't think so. I went to see a chiropractor and she said, there's nothing wrong with your spine. It's what you're doing with it that's causing you all the pain. She said, you could come and see me every two weeks for the rest of your life and I'll put you right. And then I'll send you off and you'll put yourself wrong again. And then you'll come back and I'll put you right again. Or you can go see an Alexander Technique teacher, she said, and they'll teach you how to stop putting yourself wrong. So I was like, well, that sounds too good to be true. <laughs> Sign me up. <laughs> so then I tumbled down that rabbit hole for, well, six or seven years now. Goes pretty well with the Dharma. Mm -hmm. So if you if you've got access to a teacher, Carl, where are you in the world? Remind me. I'm in London. Yeah. Oh yeah, they'll they'll be uh, they'll be teachers for this stuff in London. Those, yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You want to look for the ITM, the interactive teaching method mm -hmm. uh, for Alexander Technique. Uh, these are the guys that interact with thought as opposed to teaching exercises, mm -hmm. so to speak. Now I might be misrepresenting the rest of the Alexander Technique world there, but. <laughs> Uh, this is this is the differences as I understand them at a very surface level. Uh, Kathy Icardi is great to look up. She's a wonderful teacher, and I've no doubt that they could help you with with the jaw stuff. Specifically, looking at the thoughts that create movement, that that mental process in the brain, and how we can start to discipline that whole thing, so that as we receive the stimulus to make a certain movement we learn how to not respond in the moment. Now, the Dhamma might take us there as well to that end result. Yeah. But there's a very different experience in the Alexander work of the teacher using their hands with you in the lesson. Mm -hmm. And because they're not you, they're not subject to all of the habituation that we fall prey to they just they just see your movements as any other right so it can be it can be really helpful you know that's some excellent <laughs> advice from your chiropractor but yeah instead of 
instead of saying back, let's let's substitute it with mind. There's nothing wrong <laughs> with your mind. It's only what you're doing with it. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds naughty. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it could go either way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Very good. Rilaz likes that one. <laughs> I like how Rilaz's picture is like he's he's like got his hand, like uh <laughs> like he's about to say something in his picture. Uh <laughs> I don't see it. You don't see his picture? Just got a, I've just got a nice background for Rilaz and his initials. Oh no! I see his picture. It's funny. Mm. It's, I mean, it's, 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 it's a it's a funny frozen moment. Like, um, <laughs> okay. I'll enjoy it. Well, Sorry, I'll I'm missing out. It. Yeah, I'll enjoy it for us both. <laughs> yeah. How about you, Dan? How are things? Things are good. Things yeah. are really good. Yeah, yeah. I spent most of today assembling some basic gym equipment in my new garage. Mm -hmm. Got some space to do some exercise down there. Uh, so, uh, yeah, both Debbie and I are keen to get in shape for the wedding in January. So we're going to do a little working out. Nothing too serious. We were thinking about joining the local gym. But it's so expensive oh yeah exactly yeah it's and so once expensive. you once you get comfortable with you know the exercises you'll you'll realize you you never you never want to be doing those types of things in other spaces anyway it's just such a nice bit of privacy that you can you can enjoy so i yeah, yeah. I, I can imagine going to the gym now i've got the same situation in the basement i've got everything set up i've installed hooks for the little bands and i've got everything i could possibly need in a very great. tight space and uh yeah I, it's great i can listen to the music and i don't have to worry about waiting for things wiping things down yep. none of those yep. normal little strange awkward elevator rules of like right that, that often occur in the gym situation yep. it's a very strange artificial uh construct of um being being respectful by being aware but at the same time not like staring <laughs> right know, reason so it's just a, it's a, it's an odd it's just a very odd circumstance. Eye, eye contact is a real minefield in the gym mm -hmm. right because people are people are really doing something very personal yeah except for the ones that are grunting that want you to look over at them uh, <laughs> <laughs> there's that too right there's the there's the there's the show-off gorillas as well so yeah you've got all types in the gym because it's the public uh yeah. but it's a yeah and meanwhile you're trying to also maintain a certain level of intensity while and a certain level of decorum so it's a, right it's an balance yeah I, i've i'm not i'm not i'm not into that at all so yeah i did a couple of spells in the gym and i quite enjoyed it I was tending to be able to get in at the off-peak times, uh, being a musician and all. So while everyone else was in the office, I was there in the gym while it was nice and quiet. I'm sorry, I can't get over your language. Like, I did a couple of spells. <laughs> like, you went into the gym. Definitely. No spells. Man, that, that will... uh, yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> Seth knows the spells. Keep your wands, keep your wands in your locker. Okay. That's, the, <laughs> that's the bottom. That's the bottom. Keep your wands in your pants. <laughs> your respective pants. <laughs> a couple of spells. <laughs> I'm gonna write this down. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> meaning taken. So yes, we 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 have both enjoyed exercise at various times, but uh, lockdown was a easy moment to forget about exercise. Yeah, so I it's a perfect excuse. No, I'm I'm doing it for you guys. I'm not exercising for everybody. <laughs> <laughs> not because I'm lazy, but because I'm trying to be careful. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, That's right. right. Yeah, My altruistic motivation to mm -hmm. sit on the couch and do nothing all day. <laughs> this is for all of you out there. I don't want to be sick. Yeah, I, I know it. Is that I, Debbie beside you giggling around? Hey, it Debbie. It is Debbie besides me giggling at your jokes. Yes. <laughs> Hello. How are you guys? Oh, great. Yep. Enjoying Have you it. met Carl Enjoying before, it. baby? I've seen him, but not met him, I think. Carl, you're famous. Nice. <laughs> nice to meet you. Hey, Carl, this is my lovely wife. Oh. Who he was thinking of divorcing in the last call, weren't you? I was I'm you always, that, that was you I'm that said always, that. <laughs> always keeping my options open. What with the animals? Manipulated. We gotta keep our options open, right, guys? <gasps> No Every... dinner for you tonight. This is, look, this is a Dharma call. We're about freedom here. Freedom and spells. Yep. Where's Ryan? <laughs> 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 yeah, we're missing him tonight, aren't we? Yeah. Good brother Ryan. Might well be working on some spells as we speak. <laughs> but what's... What's the confusion between like you brought the gym and like how people don't want to work out and and sometimes like if you get too much into dharma you've been like oh I don't I don't need to do anything I can just chill and be happy I think that there's a trap in there as well right like it's a huge trap huge it's a, trap it's the wisdom gap isn't it right that's a that's a great way of explaining it yeah that's a nice little tidy label for it I was just speaking to Robert on this mm -hmm. yesterday on the phone and. Um, it appears to be a very common thing that practitioners at some stage will get into that funk of I'm good as I am. Why do anything? <laughs> but I remember a way that Ramdas dealt with that with someone who asked him a question one time and he said, so don't do anything. Just stop. Eventually you'll have to get up and go to the toilet. Then you'll probably eat something and now you're doing stuff. <laughs> So I think it's another level of abstraction when we realize, hey, I don't have to do anything to be satisfied. We the pendulum swings a little bit too far. OK, well, I'll, I'll just stop doing things altogether then. Yeah, that's like justification. Isn't it? Like, <laughs> I like that. I like that face, Dan, of like, this is you not doing anything. <laughs> I don't have to do nothing. That... I don't have to do anything. Like a frog <laughs> Doing nothing can be harder than actually doing something, though. <laughs> well, it kind of it depends what we mean when we say nothing, doesn't it? 
Like, because really nothing, we can't actually get to nothing until we're dead. Right? There's always something going on. Hence, we see that actually that idea that, that we might even be able to do nothing is kind of bogus. Mm-hmm. We might turn into a jhana junkie for a while. That's okay. Perfectly it's- wholesome. Maybe we'll get stuck in that for an entire lifetime. Okay. I mean, we could be doing much worse things. Um, <laughs> we could be casting the, the, spells at the gym. We could be casting yeah. spells at the gym, Rick. <laughs> and that's just way more fun. <laughs> it is way more fun. Now I'm glad that we have converted our garage into a gym. <laughs> I'm, I'm just I want to know what you guys practice. are going to be like, cooking up in there. I'm just using that for practice, and then I'm going to charge down. The local gym is actually very, very close to us, so I could just run down there in my shorts <laughs> with my two wands out. <laughs> oh no! I don't want don't want anybody to tr- be tra- traumatized by that. They'll all be burned to a crisp. They won't have time to react because I'll oh, have no. perfected my spellcraft in the garage. You know, you know, on the on that point about not the spell part, but the gym part. Um, you know, I find that the repetition of the exercises lends itself quite nicely to a semi quasi meditative state. Oh, because, yeah. Um, it, it actually seems a bit boring, right? It's one of the things that's like, oh, okay, I want to rush through these repetitions because I'm, I want to get done with it. Like, oh, you know, this is like, it's like, um, any other really mundane activity that you know you're doing for your betterment, but it's not really fun to do. But that's the moment to go, wait a second, like really feel that muscle contract correctly, really feel the uh, the extension of it or whatever it is that you happen to be doing. And then it's like you zap back into the, the present moment. <clears throat> it's another good excuse to meditate. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like you I need one. I always find it interesting to um, just watch what my brain comes up with during that moment because so much of it is to get out of that, you know, stressful physical activity. Like I'll start counting faster or I would yeah, hyper-focus yeah. on a particular area of the muscle that's like tensed or is feeling the burn. It's just so funny. I end up laughing half the time. <laughs> that doesn't how sound often, insane often, at all. That doesn't. How sound often crazy. during a plank does Mississippi become Mississippi? <laughs> See, that's another reason to stay away from the gym, Debbie. You don't, you don't want to be laughing maniacally no. in the corner no. while you're doing your repetitions. It's like, uh, okay. <laughs> yeah. It'll keep the pervs away. <laughs> <laughs> well that's that's yeah. true yeah <laughs> what's so funny this repetition is hilarious <laughs> yes yeah i i remember the last time i was in the gym it it really became a meditation on resistance mm-hmm. yeah the whole thing is resistance yeah mm-hmm. right um it, in in terms of you know the physical the the literal act of pushing a heavy thing away from your body and then uh and then also any of those urges to stop or not or, do that or go, last rep or go faster like go the, faster, yeah, the, the mind really form, recoils look at, at this look at a yeah. form 
is really interesting, right? The the temptation mm. to break form and recruit some other muscle to do the job, even though it's not the best one for the job. <laughs> Come on, guys, help us out. <laughs> the team effort. Okay, back to the chiropractor. <laughs> yeah. What have you been doing? Just recruiting wrong things, <laughs> wrong muscles. Yeah, that's what we do in the gym. <laughs> it's a recruitment. Good to see process. you, Rilaz. Hey, good to see you, Dan. Have you been? Really well, really well. You enjoy your dinner? No, it's um, meal time. It's two p.m. here. Oh, uh, lunchtime. Okay. Yeah, lunchtime. Cool. Yeah. Something tasty? A pizza. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yum. Should we stop talking about the gym? Yeah, okay. let's start talking about junk food. <laughs> <laughs> Make a quick switch. I, I was gonna interrupt you while talking about the gym because I actually exercise here at home. Great. I don't like to go to the gym because in like the time I take to walk from here to the gym, motivation is gone. Like it's it's gone. Now. Oh wow. Okay. Uh huh. <laughs> and it's really lost. Um. So I really just exercise here, but. Right. Two weeks ago, I started going to the gymnastics. Nice. Like Those guys are strong. Yeah. And the girls, too, strong. Yeah. I, I, the first thing the coach said was, um, you don't stretch, do you? And I'm like, okay, like I, I do my best to stretch. And so I wasn't able to pull my arms here, up here. I was just like here. Uh -huh. Oh, wow. Like okay. real stiff neck and and yeah, back. Yeah. Now it's already like ah, back. Oh, yeah, it's like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. That's yeah. Wow. It's it's really cool. It's really amazing. So, you've been working on it. Yeah. Monday I went. I tried to, to do a mortal, a mortal flip up to the front, but I didn't yeah. told anyone. I thought I told them, but I didn't. So I would just, I just ran, I, I <laughs> jumped in the, in the tumbling, I don't oh, know how the spring, like the, the trampoline, yeah. the little trampoline, yeah, the trampoline. Yeah. and I go and I go like, oh! and well, apparently I, I didn't know, I didn't tell them I was going to try it. So everyone like shit their pants, like everyone, I was like, oh my God, I'm sorry. Cause right before I tried, I was like, okay. If I if I fall bad like my if I break my neck if I die like I'm not gonna be the one who's trauma who's traumatized by by watching <laughs> that like, so I'm gonna be suffering by it so yeah I'm gonna do it. <laughs> yeah, that sounds I like a reasonable cost-benefit analysis. <laughs> yeah. Let someone else deal with my broken body. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so I did well. Yeah, I was told to to let them know when I when I try stuff like that. It, it's fun. It's really fun. So did what, you land it? No. No, not no, I <laughs> But neither did you break your neck. No, I didn't break my neck. So now what's I'm the, dealing with my back pain. Realize what's the name? What's the name of that uh, technique that you tried? What's the name of that movement? Mortal flip, front mortal, flip. Mortal flip. Everybody, you see the gravity of this? <laughs> it's called a mortal, 
cardboard flip. As in, it's death defying. <laughs> I like it. Yeah, it, it was fun. Like, I, I, the feeling when I was in the air, ah, it was really nice. It was really How nice. many times did you tumble? I went, um, let's say I jumped here and um, just, I was this Almost, <laughs> almost I, one. <laughs> almost, <laughs> yeah. times, almost one time. Point seven five times, Dan. <laughs> Whatever fraction. Some some people record it. Like it's really like I see the faces of everyone else, and they really go like, "Oh my god!" And I'm like, well, I like I see it, and I'm like, well, it wasn't so bad. Like, why would they think I was gonna die? <laughs> <laughs> The numbers on the scorecards were just not as high as you expected. <laughs> <laughs> One point seven five. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's what I do. Sounds like a lot yeah, of fun. Yeah. Yeah, and it's it's really good exercise for my core. Like all of this. Mm -hmm. Wow. Mm -hmm. That's a lot of muscles recruited there. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, the the rings is really hard, right? I don't know if you've been on the rings. No, I haven't. Even, even trying to do like real simple stuff on on those rings is is impossible, right? And until <laughs> you try yourself, you don't necessarily think about it. Like we all see the gymnasts on the Olympics, right? As kids, everyone's seen them do that stuff, and they make it look easy, right? Yeah. And then you hold on to a pair of those rings for the first time, and you're like, damn. <laughs> You know, these these rings can be really hard. <laughs> <laughs> they don't have to be, but they can be. <laughs> hey, Doc. Good evening, guys. Hey, How Doc. You doing, hey, DJ. hey, DJ. Hello. Hey. hey, welcome both. How are you? Well, right now. <laughs> yeah. Great. And that's all we need, isn't it, brother? Mm hmm. <laughs> Love it. Love it. How was your afternoon, Doug? Yeah, it was all right. I uh, got to enjoy the lovely weather a little. I walked Nora to the train station. Great. And then walked back. And been Great. settling into being alone, like uh -huh. for the first time in in weeks, like with the knowledge that not some it's not somebody coming home later in a few hours. <laughs> uh huh. Uh huh. Uh huh. Where's Nora? Going. He, she's uh, headed to her mom's place uh, over Easter right now. I see. Aww. And I was, I was supposed to go to my parents' place today as well. Or I was planning on it, but somehow to, this morning I woke up and I was like, man, I can't go from one social situation that is at least sometimes quite emotionally challenging to the next without taking a little break. <laughs> see you, of course. Always good to hit the pause button. Yeah. Yeah. And then again, then again, now that I've been like alone for a or for a while, now it's better. But a while earlier, I was hit with quite some anxiety. <laughs> was that after we spoke, Doc? Yes. Okay. How'd like, you handle when it? I, when it really, when I, when I really like kind of started getting into it again, that I was like, oh shit, man, now I'm really 
just on my own for a while. Mm-hmm. And I got hit with some with some anxiety. <laughs> How did you handle it? Um All right. I think I I felt through some of it and then suddenly it kind of kind of flipped when I was when I when I dared to look at it a little it kind of flipped into more the, the opposite of feeling like closer to to the whole experience than before and that made it more comforting and more home I was more more authentically with my own being then mm. which which brought about a, a quite nice sensation for a while amazing great I'm missing my party blower happens oh, <laughs> I might know I might know where it is actually oh, my. I've got I've got Lulu Lulu can help make a celebration <laughs> Nice. I like Lulu. She's silent. I like her. Uh, <laughs> Lulu can make this little. She makes the little sparkles too. Ooh. Isn't that nice? She's, she's into raving, is she? <laughs> and those, show, show her again. Those, those pupils. Those pupils say she's dropped some good uh, MDMA too. She lives in the in the rave. Yep. <laughs> She's got the dilated pupils as to, well. Uh, yeah, I have to keep her calm at night, you know, because I'll be in the office and I'll do 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 do. I'm trying to sleep, <laughs> you know. It's like Lily, stop it. <laughs> <laughs> party's over. Yeah. <laughs> nope, no breaks on the party train. <laughs> Sorry, Doug. No breaks on the party train. <laughs> yeah, yeah we, we can't keep up with her. Mm-mm. No, she's just too good. Yeah. Oh, my students love her. My students love this one. Every time I yeah. come, she's like, ah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and they're adults, remember. They're all adults there. <laughs> adults can love Lulu. Adults do love Lulu. Yeah. Absolutely. <clears throat> adults love Lulu. <laughs> What's been happening with you, DJ? Um, yeah, I just returned uh, from uh, work. So it was, it was a fairly busy day. Lots of lots of people coming in. So, yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But I just uh, I kept kept on coming back, you know, to the method. And that was quite helpful. And once again, when you look at the past, and this is why I specified right now, it is a mix, you know, it's a mixed bag if you go into it in that sort of time-oriented thing, right? So there's a lot of successes, you know. But again, you're, you're, there, there's going to be things that just come. Emotions will come. And so it's just also, it was really helpful because on the ride back, like, there was still, I mean, part of it was like, oh, yeah, you know, I, I, I could have this thought like, oh, I, I want to make it so I can kind of get back and hop on the call and all that stuff. And so I could notice the weirdly enough the craving coming up for that. So I would just kind of see it, but then I could see also like, oh, there would be, um, you know, yeah, some like irritation or whatever like coming in. But then I would like hone into it, and I would just be like, it's okay. I'm gonna take good care of you, and I remember that. And then just coming back to like stilling and coming, you know, back down and just like, Boop. 
And I was just like, yeah, don't worry, be happy. And just like kept on rolling, you know, but that's the thing, right? So it arises in terms of uh, that sort of thing and it ceases, but then it's also like seeing, like taking it like non-personally as well when one remembers like, okay, this is just something which comes in and goes. And so, you know, just returning, like, <laughs> yeah. Sounds so, great, yeah. brother. Nailing it. Debbie likes the sound of the self-care <laughs> kind of dialogue, you know, oh, yeah. to take care of you. It, it absolutely works for me. Uh, whenever I'm being, like, vulnerable, I call it Little Debbie. So I'll just put a disclaimer out. Little De Debbie's here, so that just means <laughs> I'm going to be unreasonable, probably, and a bit sensitive. So, yeah. Do you, do you offer yes. do you offer the snack cakes along with it? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what? It, the little Debbie snack cakes. It's like a it's like a company over here. They offer the <laughs> the little junk food snack cakes. And it's like little Debbie. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking okay, the same thing. Sorry. Oh no! I was just telling Rick. I was the, the same thing came to mind there yeah. too. Yeah, you're we're conditioned with the, oh, wait, <laughs> on the snack cakes. Sounds delicious. <laughs> Dan's like Dan's like it's not that nice. <laughs> I've never I've never tried it. No, no, no nice. I mean this little Debbie. <laughs> uh, no. I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> for the moment, I'm done for the. That's moment. cool that you mentioned that, Debbie, because we all, with, with Nora and I, we also are kind of often, or not often, or at times we communicate like, or that our you know, children are here right now. Yeah. And that's pretty cool mm. to mm. kind yeah. of put it out there. Absolutely, and then you're not second guessing, isn't it? Because so much of uh, communication and interpersonal, particularly uh, close interpersonal relationship, is very is it's it has a very deep impact. So we tend yes. to hold all of those communication and conversations very. Um, how do I say? What's the opposite of lightly? Opposite of lightly. <laughs> Tightly. Tightly. Yeah. Tightly. Yeah. 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 So I, I well, well, especially the kids. The the kids definitely feel that every social interaction is mm -hmm. life or death because to have the disapproval of the elders is oh yeah is is death. Absolutely. Depending on the elders, <laughs> but it could be the kid doesn't know. You know, it's interesting, isn't it? Because kids kids trust their parents, but is it trust? They don't just or is care. it just it's dependency, isn't it? It's it's not trust in the sense that we would, as adults, choose to trust someone. We would decide that someone is worthy of trust. Mm -hmm. A kid is is just dependent on its parents, so it looks like trust. Kind of a different thing, right? Yeah, definitely. Um, well, not necessarily their parents as well. They just want something, and they don't don't care who's providing it. So as long as their needs are met, they'll gradually learn that this is a person who consistently meets my need. And so he or she must be significant. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. 
and then we tell them, teach them, oh, this is mom, this is dad. And right. Then, then they learn. Like that's the whole that's the whole strangers of the candy thing, right? Strangers of strangers with candy. That's why you have to be careful ah, with strangers uh -huh. candy, because oh, I can supply a need for a moment. Right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We all know where that leads. We do. Candy. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Or maybe some little Debbie snack cakes. I don't know. <laughs> depending. Maybe. depending. Maybe. In, doesn't matter. I had candy. <laughs> <laughs> or early onset diabetes. You choose. Oh, wow. That escalated quickly. <laughs> yeah. On top, on top of traumatic memories of being sexually molested. Thanks a lot, man. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that escalated really quickly. <laughs> Diabetes or trauma, take your pick. Wow, that's no, right. I get Is my suicide own. an option? <laughs> Unfortunately, it's always, it's always, it's always. Yeah. Well, that did take a dark turn. Didn't it? Though? How did you get from, from DJ's practice to... Oh, uh, no. The child I, I think I was the bridge there. Unfortunately, with strangers <laughs> with candy, I think it. <laughs> I brought us down that those woods into those woods. My bad. Yeah, you know who to blame. <laughs> Mara. <laughs> Mara. <laughs> Mara will take the blame for everything. But the good so, thing is, we can laugh about all of this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Laugh or cry, really? Yeah. Is your options or indifference? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, that sounds odd. That, that's yeah. an interesting. Oh no! Go, go ahead, there. <laughs> that's an interesting issue, though, because uh, the more I started to to look within and developed I, I used to have like a very very dark sense of humor and it's not that i don't enjoy it anymore but my conscience has kind of shifted so i'm sometimes questioning man are there certain things you actually shouldn't laugh about and then on the other hand i'm like why shouldn't you be able to laugh about anything i just i always i always try to go with the category of is it is there a certain kind of really unnecessary cruelty in it because it can be quite cruel such kind of humor um that's the difference in general I, i'm often like i'm often like should shouldn't you in general be able to laugh about everything i mean this whole thing is a quite absurd joke so <laughs> yeah it definitely is the whole deal the whole situation yeah i i too have gone well i you didn't used to joke about dark stuff well some um like yeah let's i'm gonna call it dark stuff but i started to making jokes about dark stuff a little while ago but i also started to be mindful where i was doing it like mm. okay like here is not a good place like these friends i don't know if they're gonna take it funny if 
things can go really go really wrong. So I just being mindful, like, okay, I'm mm. mindful about where I am and like literally depends. This on crowd is this crowd is too young for these jokes. <laughs> yeah, that's why I tell myself like the world isn't ready for this conversation. So I'm not going to right. Ask. Yeah, yeah. I like Ricky Gervais's takes on all of this. He he's a comedian who really goes as as far as a comedian dare, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, he talks about who the target of the joke is being very important. So he points to his performances at the Golden Globes, which some of you may have seen. And he says, you know, the targets of those jokes are the most privileged people in the world. So <laughs> all good. <laughs> they can't take a joke. Right. Um, but but of course, you know, if, if, a, if a joke is aimed at someone vulnerable, that's a very different thing. It's a very different thing. And, and this is a teaching yeah. on right speech. In ordinary... In ordinary Buddhism, a teaching on right speech might look more like say this, don't say that. But in the supramundane dharma, we see it goes a little deeper. Yeah, and I like the idea of people having the capacity or autonomy to make their own decisions about where to uh, crack what kind of joke, you know. And then you're like taking into com taking compassion into account. You're making a decision based on whether this is going to make me awkward in well, front of other uh, people or not. Yeah. Rather than being like, I shouldn't crack this joke in front of these people. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And, and of course, what, what's the point of a joke is to bring laughter. Yeah. If, you, if you're doing that job, <laughs> right, then we're on track. Mission accomplished. Unless you're being <laughs> <Yeah>. passive aggressive. <laughs> Well, welcome to the uh, to to the passive aggressive anonymous. Thanks for being fifteen uh, minutes late. Yeah, sure. Take a coffee. <laughs> I, I want to bring something up about this passive aggressiveness because sure. I've been going through some some stuff. Like, um, I broke up with my ex girlfriend um, a year ago. I came back to my mother's place mm. and um, I think it was November. I brought our kitty, our kitty with, uh, with me, mm. um, but she wants her back and I'm really like, oh. I'm not giving her like, I'm not like, I, mm -hmm. I can see the attachment. I can see the love. I can see the care I, I have for, for my kitty. And I'm really like, I'm not giving her like, I rescued mm -hmm. her from you. I'm, that's what I think, you know, because I went for her and she was living. Oh my God, so sad. And mm. I'm like, into. I I I I'm really missing my English. Um, it's like a brother. The, the, the sword and shield. Yeah, like, okay, like, it can be good because she's gonna be happier and she's gonna be okay if she's with the cat. Um, like I can handle it. Like I can handle handle her living. Um, but I don't know if the cat's gonna be okay. Like, well, that, last that, time that, 
that that the animal really should be the priority here. Mm-hmm. Because it has no say in the matter. Yeah, and if you think that she... if you think that the ex is not going to take care of the cat, then that's a no-brainer. But the thing is that she's not going to take it well, like definitely. And well, she's uh, she's a human being who has the facility of reason. The animal is not. Yeah. Thing mm. is, I'm. Like, in order for her to be easier and, like, for the situation to go easier on, on everyone here, like, I've been really thinking of manipulating the situation, like, okay, I'm going to buy expensive food for the cat, I'm going to buy expensive sad, and I'm going to tell to her, you can't afford to take care of her. Like, okay, <laughs> really? Everybody wins. <laughs> <laughs> I think is it? My mind is going to some dark places, and the, well, though I keep practicing, I'm I'm having a hard time to pull me out of that mind state, that state of mind. Like, like man, I, I but but yeah. what's wrong with just blunt honesty? Like, hey, you know you can't take care of it, regardless of the cost of the food. Like just, I'm, I'm, I mean, I don't know that situation you're in, but what's wrong with just straight up, like, hey, this is the, this is what's up. This is the reality of the situation. Regardless of people's feelings, this is what's going on. I mean, I know that sounds like overly simplistic, maybe, but I don't know. What's uh, rather than going to these extreme lengths to to get to the same result, you know, you could just Occam's razor the whole thing. <laughs> And mm -hmm. just say no, no. This is, this is what is reality, and this is what needs to happen for the for the best of everything. Anyway, <clears throat> have you had a conversation along those lines already, Rulaz? Have you spoken with this ex about her suitability as a cat mama? Yeah, like I told her, that? like you still owe me money. You still owe me money, and now you want the fucking cat. <laughs> yeah, and it's like she disappears. Like you should give me a um, cat. It was in March, twenty-two, when she uh -huh. when we spoke, and she was like, "Okay, I'm gonna tell you the Saturday. I'm gonna start paying you." And I'm like, "Okay." So I texted her on Saturday, and well, she didn't text back. I texted her two days later. She didn't text back. And well, now she's like, okay, I'm, I I moved. I want the cat back. And I'm like, oh, like me, me, like I really, like I hold no resentment to her for what she's done, but for what she's doing, it's really hurting me. It's really hurting ah. my feelings. <laughs> well, that's your problem. Yeah, yes, yes, yeah. I know. But it's like. What hurts my feelings is that she has no consideration for any other being than her. Well, let that be her problem. When people are hurt, they want to hurt others usually. So it kind of can come from her own heart trying to hurt you. So she doesn't feel as bad about herself. That's what usually the scenario is, especially if it's an ex scenario. That's that's the case. Most and a lot of... Mm -hmm. Go on, Rick. Sorry. 
And a lot of this comes back to expectations. Like humans should be like this. People should be like this. And and I know because of the attachment, you get wrapped up into wanting this person, persuading, wishing, pushing this person to be in this one particular ideal situation. But again, that's that's not reality. It's just not real. It's this expectation. And that's suffering to hold on to an idea like that clearly is suffering. You just said it was. So. <clears throat> yeah. Okay. So the recommendation is to take care of your own feelings. That's your practice. Yeah. And then use wisdom and discernment to decide upon how you're going to interact with her. Okay. And as for vulnerable animals in the mix, well, their their welfare. Um, if we're behaving nobly, will come before our emotions. But that's good news for you, brother, because it sounds as though you're the one who's in a better position to take care of the cat, so you don't have to give yeah. her up. Yeah. Now, if if the ex girlfriend is upset by that well that's further proof of her lack of suitability to take care of a pet okay you look like a man who feels he has some difficult conversations to have <laughs> <laughs> but but why does it have to be difficult now now rick's i feel on the right track here with it can actually be very simple. Yeah. Oh, and the expectations thing yeah. as well, but but going back even further. Hey, I get two. I get two. But, yeah, yeah. Rick gets two points. <laughs> <laughs> Woo. Congratulations, Rick. <laughs> two it, it, points. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It, it sounds as though there might be some emotional baggage in play, which perhaps gives you the impression that the conversation couldn't be simple. Um, we get so easily drawn into games of kind of social currency, mm -hmm. right? As though, uh, as though often with ex-partners, we might feel that we owe them the emotional investment of becoming sad. Or they owe us something too. Or they owe the us. Way too. Yeah, yeah, you know that we couldn't that we couldn't be on the phone and speak very plainly and simply because we feel that would show us to be uncaring. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But speaking plainly and simply is is not uh, exclusive to caring. We can care and speak plainly and simply. In fact, in this case, you're precisely caring for the cat by speaking plainly and simply. And you still have a relationship with the cat. You broke up with the girl. You got the good part. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you made out, you made out like a bandit. <laughs> <laughs> the, great, the great cat robber of Mexico City. Feline bliss. <laughs> How does all this sound to you, brother? Okay, yeah, yeah. It sounds like I need to thank you for for your words. 
you all of you. Um, and well, yeah. Um, well, I'm I'm following the the noble silence a little bit, so I'm not gonna write mm. anything, but I'm gonna sit down and really really see the the emotional luggage that there are that there is. Right. And well, through this. Take up your take up your compass of Duca Duca Neroda mm -hmm. to point out to you. Right, because not not all feelings are bad. Not even all all feelings that we would typically label as negative feelings are bad. You know, sometimes sadness is an appropriate thing to feel. Okay, that's okay, right? But is it dukkha? Mm. Is it dukkha? And if it's dukkha, <laughs> no time for that. Also, these kind of significant uh, events or experiences show us what what kind of um, work needs to be done about ourselves or our in our spiritual development. So it's a good thing in a way. Mm -hmm. So yeah. you're you're learning loads about expectations and all of that. And building character. Yes! <laughs> character! <laughs> Not that you need any more building. You're pretty, you're pretty much a character, realize, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Doing what needs to be done. But yeah, uh, going back a bit to like some of that self-care, you know, language as well, with like, I'm going to like take care of you when it comes to you know, emotions, especially if they're like of the agitation or frustration or something might sometimes like sometimes is very like useful for when those, you know, feelings, you know, come up because I, I find myself alternating between like the um, aha, I kind of see you and I'm going to take good care of you. Like sometimes it seems more appropriate to use the one or the other. But yeah, like for for like like Rulas too, like that that sort of a thing. That's like right, like it's very helpful. Like when you can just be like, "Hey, I'm gonna take good care of you," rather than to. I, I think it helps because um, there's sometimes like maybe guilt or whatever that also. I mean, that's another thing to spot, right? But that can come up because it's like, oh no, I'm not practicing. Like I'm not holding up to these expectations as a practitioner and all that stuff or why can't i just throw this stuff out but sometimes it is like a, a, an emotion and it's less like the dukkha part of it and it's more like you can kind of sit with the emotion and it will change and, and you can kind of deconstruct that over time but it will still that energy might still sit there for a bit right so can you sit with that and be like okay with it while also not being in dukkha and again part of it is that like either you know, bringing it up as I'm going to take good care of you or just the, I mean, that's also seeing it and objectifying it in a sense. And so that can be that level and it's messages, right? So these are trying to communicate something to you and you can either listen to them or not. And it might be appropriate to at a time and it might not, you know, just depending on the circumstance. So, yeah. You're bringing a great quality there, DJ. Ingenuity. Yeah. In practice, right. <laughs> Ch choosing what flavor of practice is most appropriate for the moment yeah. yeah huge huge in the beginning it's all we can do to follow one simple instruction 
it has the quality of experimentation as uh -huh, well. Uh -huh. So yeah. um, you always kind of want to see what works in this situation rather than thinking, okay, this is my problem. I'm going to do this and I expect it, expect it to work and I'm going to be happy, you know? So it's a matter yeah. of, oh, this didn't work. I'll try this. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like that that's the thing. Like kind of just taking it in, like what what's going on here and now and having some stuff that you can fall back on, you know, and, and some sayings here or there, um, is really helpful. And, you know, getting to know those, but also having that like toolkit and yeah, because yeah, my my practice as well, it tends to be like I play with it quite a bit. So and, and, and have that like ingenuity where it is like, oh, OK, you know, like yesterday, um, I, I let, there's a woods behind my house, a nice park. So I will go there and, and, and practice. And so primarily I, I everything is still under like Anapanasati, but I might mix it up a little bit like so I will, you know, kind of bring in a mantra i like to do walking meditation so i'll bring in the mantra and uh so i think i was using uh tick not hans like the i have arrived i am home in the here and in the now you know that and so i would mm. kind of like pay attention to the breath with the mantra and kind of keep the rhythm with the feet and get everything nice and unified and syncing together. And then I would pick up the pace a little bit sometimes and get more energy or slow it right down. And then I would change it. So the saying would be much more like, I, I like a couple, like, you know, like breathing in, this is enough, breathing out, this is complete. And just like like just coming back to the in this this moment right now, I don't have to have any expectations of it. it can just be all, you know, acceptance of what is kind of going on right in this rolling, you know, here now. Right. It's rolling. This is why I really like the wheel analogy for the dukkha and the sukha and having an unstable wheel, because when you really can tap into that nature of what is going on right now, it is rolling. Right. There isn't really a stopping to it. We just have the idea that it's stopping, but it's going to carry on whether you think it is or not. Like that's the thing. <laughs> so, so, but that's the, the thing though, going back to, um, yeah, just like kind of can you can play around a little bit with the practice, you know, I find, but it primarily comes back to like, again, watching the breath and getting those nice long deep breaths. But then there's also that part where you do the fast breathing as well, <laughs> perhaps build up some, uh, you know, energy. Um, mm. But yeah, so but yeah, I was kind of talking about yeah that slowing down so you can really slow down those inner talk and kind of drop and then feel the pure like the emotion. This is where like kind of dropping that discursive thought and maybe uh, going into you know what might be considered like second jhana or something can be helpful. Not to be like I need to get to second jhana, but to actually have it also as this tool of relaxation and investigation into what do these emotions feel like without the um, without the uh, conceptual side of it as well. So we can have some of those you know different words and labels coming in, and that can be like really cool. And it's not to be averse to that. Because if there's an aversion to that and I need to clear my mind of all these things, then that's going to, you know, 
the aversion and <laughs> that's going to be Duca baby. But, <laughs> but yeah, so pl- playing around with that. And that's, that's what I really enjoy with this practice. There can be that element of play. It can be a dance, you know, it can be a waltz yeah. playing these 16 different steps of Anapanasati and bringing in like all the different aspects of the suttos, which are quite varied and seeing where you can incorporate it into your life. Yeah. So oh, it's a lot of brother. fun. Beautiful. I have such a wonderful image of you walking in the woods <laughs> as you're doing all this wonderful practice. It's great. Uh, yeah, great. It's, it's, it's a great joy. It is, it is yeah. wonderful. Like, mm. and thank you, Dan. <laughs> uh, brother, so sweet. Um, Doug, I wonder how all of that sounds to you in the context of what we were talking about earlier today with these more deliberate practices. Oh man, you kind of caught me off guard here, <laughs> uh, <laughs> so to say. Were you zoning um, out a little? Yeah, a little. I That's thought okay. that I didn't listen at all, but... <laughs> That's okay. That's okay. Uh, if you so desire, you could go back to this recording at around the one hour mark and hear Indeed. just a, a wonderful recounting of what DJ's practice is like at the moment. Yeah and uh, take that as a a, a sample of what a a playful, deliberate practice using various bits and pieces that, you know, there's, there are some more passive sounding parts in that. And then there are some very deliberate parts as well. Mm -hmm. Doug and I were just talking earlier today about the benefits of the more deliberate practices. Um, And I just, I, I loved that whole description there dj i thought that was delightful yeah 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 no and and the <laughs> this carpet bombing with this back guys i'm sorry i have to go this was a lot of fun chatting with everybody yes, so, yes. have a great week like to see you. You too, Rick. Rick. bye everybody Goodbye. Bye. Bye, Lulu. <laughs> Bye-bye. <laughs> Have a great week. You too. Bye, Rick. Bye. Good shit. Does anyone else have anything else? Ah. <laughs> Where did that come from? That's me. That's me. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> That sounded like one of the real old school yeah. little lullaby boxes, right? Yeah, it really did. Like a yeah, like a music box, like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, that sounds like a no, guys. So we'll wrap. Really fucking great to see you all again. Thanks everyone yeah. for sharing. You really too. delightful to, to hear all of that. Yeah. Realize I hope this issue plays out as smoothly as possible. Um yeah, I can only keep us posted on the kitty situation. Yeah, I will. Yeah, do, do keep us posted and, you know, pop up in the group anytime if, if you want to speak to someone midweek. I mean, there's there's all kinds of conversations going on all the time, brother. So don't feel that you have I to will. wait for the group call. Okay. Oh, yeah. There was something in that that I wanted to uh, mention. And this might go out a little bit more to whoever might be, you know, watching this, you know. 
um, is mm. the Discord server that is starting yeah. to get more, you know, action. So there is actually a Discord server, and you, like, check it down in the link, and yes. we have conversations, like, yeah, yeah. every so, yeah, every so often. Yeah. So they're building and, a community there as well. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And Disc Discord works great, doesn't it, for just hopping on, mm. hopping in and out. There's there's a voice channel, isn't there, that just remains yeah. open. Yeah, so we'll we'll absolutely include the link in the video description. Okay. Yeah. Sounds nice. Good, good. Dharma all round. Very nice to see you guys. Mm. I hope you have a good night, the rest of the week. Bye, did guys. You guys. Did you guys? Did you guys get you get your India trip over uh, without any hassle? Oh, um, we haven't been together to India. I went okay. there by myself. All right. It was, All right. All right. It was, All it right. was nice, but um, well, I saw my parents after three years and I came back and I told Dan, that, you know, yeah, dealing with parents just reminded me how much more of mindfulness work I have to do. So <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> So yeah, it was very insightful. Um, yeah, but but I loved it. Yeah. Well, what part of India so do your parents continues. live in? <laughs> Sorry, Doc. What part of India do your parents live in? Uh, they live in West, uh, a city called Kolkata. I don't know if you've heard. Okay. In West Bengal. Yeah, I've so, heard about it. Ah, okay. okay. It's just next to Bangladesh. Um, okay. Yeah. So my parents live there. I've been, I've lived there for, I don't know how long, 20, 23, four years. Um, yeah. It's good to be back home after such a long time. All right. Yeah. Yeah, that sounds wonderful. Yeah. Sure is. I can't wait to visit. January. Yeah. January. You missed out. Big Indian wedding in January. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Okay, guys. Great to see you all. Great to see Catch you, you again. Likewise. This time next week, if not before. Bye, guys. Bye. Goodbye.